After the Holocaust, there lived a Jew, a Rav, in Paris. His name was Rabbi Yaakov Mordechai, Rabbi Yaakov Chaim Rottenberg. He was a Holocaust survivor, and he uh, described how in the concentration camp, he once built a sukkah, Erev sukkah. He found a few boards and built it quickly right before Shkia. And after dark, he was able to make Kiddush, eat a piece of bread, and fulfill the mitzvah of sukkah on the, on the first night of sukkahs. So the, the question was raised whether he fulfilled the mitzvah of sukkah for a number of reasons. First of all, the din is that a sukkah, which you are not comfortable in, for example, it's raining or there are flies in the sukkah, hamitztair, you're uncomfortable in the sukkah, then you're part of the sukkah. But there's more of it. If it's a type of sukkah, which is in a place which inevitably will cause discomfort, then the whole sukkah is not a kosher sukkah. So, for example, if somebody sits in a sukkah where there is, it's in a dangerous area, where there is a fear of thieves and robbers and all kinds of uh, dangerous elements uh, coming into the sukkah, uh, since the person who will sit in the sukkah will be in constant fear and anxiety, that sukkah is not kosher. You don't fulfill the mitzvah. So here the same way, he built a sukkah, and we should mention that he immediately took the sukkah apart after he ate the kezais, because he knew that if he leaves the sukkah standing, the Nazis will catch him and they'll, and they'll, they'll kill him. So he built the sukkah literally for a few minutes. He built it before Yontiv, waited for Yontiv to come in, ate the kezais, and then took it apart. So is that, that kind of sukkah kosher? There's also a halacha that a sukkah has to be a type of structure that can last for seven days. If it's a structure that cannot last for seven days, it's also not considered a kosher sukkah. But here there is a simple answer that this condition that it has to last for seven days means that the structure has to be sound enough, it can last for seven days. So it's not, in, in our case, he built a, a sound sukkah, it's just that he took it down because he was, he was in danger. Other questions are, if you build a sukkah, or do a mitzvah in general, while alpidin you parted to do the mitzvah, because it's bekuach nefesh, are you actually fulfilling a mitzvah? Torah says you're exempt, but you're doing it anyways. Right? So there's a famous Shiloh, somebody eats matzah the night of Pesach while they're suffering from celiac disease, which is uh, life-threatening. So they do it anyways, and they survive it. And then he recovers during the night. He, it's, a, it's a disease that comes and goes. Does he have to eat matzah again? Does the matzah he ate while he was exempt of Piyalocha, Mitzat Pikuach Nefesh, does that uh, cover him and exempt him from doing the mitzvah because he already fulfilled the mitzvah? So this is a general question in the postgame. There's a rai from a Gemara in Yevomis that maybe he don't fulfill the mitzvah. But his history has shown that throughout our history, Jews have put their lives at risk to do mitzvahs, even if api Allah they were exempt. But then there is the final question. The question is, can you go do a mitzvah, can you do something uh, to do a mitzvah, when you know that doing the mitzvah will inevitably result in doing an avera afterwards? And you'll have to do the avera because then it's pikuach nefesh. For example, here, if the rabbi wouldn't have built the sukkah, 
then he wouldn't fulfill the mitzvah of sukkah, but he also wouldn't have come to do an avera of dismantling the sukkah. Uh, taking the sukkah apart is also a malacha. So there was actually an interesting case during the Inquisition. A Jew who was a Morano was advisor to the king of Spain. He was very prominent, and he suggested a program to the king of Spain. He was a great musician, this Jew, a very well-known musician. He was like a celebrity, and he suggested that the king, that they sponsor a big concert with all kinds of famous um, musicians and great talented uh, people, and there will be a great concert that will bring the country together and the king will show up and everything. And the king was very enthusiastic about the idea. And he, and he put this Jew, this Murano, in charge of the program, of, the, of, the, of, the, of organizing the concert and the date and, and the advertising and, and, and running the whole show. This Jew made sure that this concert will take place on Rosh Hashanah. And of course... Since everyone will show up, there'll be many, many Jews at the concert. When it came to the day of Rosh Hashanah, as part of the uh, display and show of a variety of uh, musicians and instruments, the Jew took out a shafer and blew Meir Kailas, a hundred sounds, which is what we do on Rosh Hashanah. And of course, it was part of the musical show. Nobody suspected that this was like a mitzvah or anything. The king didn't suspect. But of course the Jew knew and he did it on purpose on Rosh Hashanah. But then of course the Jew had to proceed and play with other instruments. So here the Shashayla was, did the Jew did the right, did he do the right thing? On the one hand, he managed to get maybe hundreds, maybe thousands of Jews to hear Shefer on Rosh Hashanah. On the other hand, this by planning on Rosh Hashanah, he did make create the possibility of, of the mitzvah, the mitzvah being performed by many Jews, but then he had to also desecrate Yontif, because it was pikuach nefesh. He couldn't uh, just not, not 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 be mechalal Yontif. So the question is, did he do the right thing? Now there is a shaila similar to that by a very famous rov in a Paisik, Machza Avram, Rabbi Avram Steinberg, was the rov in Poland in Broad, a Jew who was a soldier in, in, a non, in, a, in a secular army, in a Goetia army. It was probably in the Polish army or in the Austrian army. And, and the Jew, um, wanted, it was before Rosh Hashanah, he wanted to hear the Shefer. So he had a choice. He could go into town before Rosh Hashanah, Nerev Yantiv, and spend the night in town and hear Shafer in the morning, but he would have to come back on Rosh Hashanah to the base. The, 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 the officer in charge of him gave him permission to go before Yontif to the city, to a shul. He would have to return in the middle of Yontif. Coming back in the middle of Yontif means walking more than 12 mil. He would have to be more than Tchum, the Tchum. He would be desecrating Yontif. If he didn't come back, Achaz Dosa, he'll be put himself in danger. On the other hand, he could stay in the camp and not hear Shafer, but also wouldn't be subjecting himself to Chilul Yontif. Can you put yourself in a situation for the sake of a mitzvah, which then inevitably, because of Bikuch Nefesh, you'll have to also then perform an Avera. But an Avera, which without Bikuch Nefesh you can do, but can you put yourself in that situation? You have a choice of avoiding the Avera.
So there is evidence from uh, various poskim that you could do that because when you deal with the mitzvah of Shefer, that mitzvah is what you're dealing with now. You want to hear Shefer, is coming, a Jew has a mitzvah to hear Shefer, so you're going to hear Shefer. Afterwards, you face a new situation. You have to come back because otherwise it's Pikuach Nefesh. So now you're facing the Shaila that you're violating, desecrating Yontiv on the Pikuach Nefesh. So that's, that's, that's a new situation which now Torah says um, on the Pikuach Nefesh you're allowed to do it. We don't take into account that before you went into the city, you knew that you will have to desecrate Yontiv on the Pikuach Nefesh and therefore you shouldn't go because we, we, we separate one thing at a time. Now, Yeshayla is, you have to hear Shefer. Torah says you have to go to the city and hear Shefer. Then after, as a result of going to the city, what ensues is a new situation. You're faced with a situation of being Mechal Yontav on the Bikuach Nefesh. Now, Torah says you're allowed to. Anyways, this is a question that has a lot of aspects and 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 questions and deliberations involved but in short this is a interesting question that came up during the holocaust